Welcome to another BA Chat. I'm your host, Kevin Koontz. Right next to me is the lovely, talented, beautiful, gorgeous, fair and wonderful. Thanks, Rachel Mr. Coots. Coots. Rachel Coots, his wife. Thank you guys for tuning in. VA Chats exist because we believe in the testimony. Testimony means do it again, God. So when you hear good news, when you read good news, when you hear Jesus doing marvelous things in people's lives and your heart jumps, that's appropriate. Yep. It's beautiful. That's a healthy heart. And that's when you open up your mouth and say, do it again, God. <laughs> do it in me. Do it again. Exactly. It's an invitation. All you got to do is open that sucker up and RSVP. Respondem. What is that? Respondem. In other words, you're coming to the party. Mm. And right. also. And also for the second the second reason. We've got such marvelous people mm. at Bethel Atlanta. We Kevin and I have this wild story about how we even got to Atlanta. Yeah. And we thought it was so miraculous. And it is miraculous and beautiful and, until we got here and Every single person had an equally miraculous like <laughs> if We're not just chasing more. God. We left it all. He said, come so we can. We sold everything. That's what we're doing here. We live in our car. We came so into U-Haul and the suburban. <laughs> we're here. And so anyway, the, we so many stories, we just have to share them. And so yeah. our guests tonight are no exception to that. Brent and April Anderson welcome you guys. Wow. Hey, thank hey. you. Thank you. Oh, we love you guys true. We love you. Thank you for having us. Brent and April are some of our oldest friends in Georgia. Yes, you guys are. were some of our very first friends in yeah. Georgia. That's awesome. right. How long what was ago? that football game we, it was we a, watched? It was, Texas Longhorns? It was Texas and OU, I think. <laughs> Something. I don't Nebraska, maybe. <laughs> Something. <laughs> we met you guys, and y'all were such just a, just a cool drink of water. I love that time in our lives. Our kids yeah. were all little, and we had Bible studies at your beautiful house in Sonoy. And good times. Yeah, good, good times. Yeah. Good times. It is. Really it good. was. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about you guys. Get our, our, our audience acquainted with the Andersons. Brent, we'll start with you, man. Okay. Yeah, so Brent Anderson, uh, pretty much born and raised in the Atlanta area. I've been here, um, you know, in Sonoy, Tyrone, Noonan, all of that area, you know, for I guess about 10 years now. We currently live in Sonoy. We live on Main Street in downtown Sonoy. And um, man, just so many uh, opportunities as we've lived here. This kind of feels like home to us, you know. We, we built houses um, when I got out of college, and we moved around to different places and had had really, you know, good opportunities where we lived in other uh, regions of the Atlanta area. But, um, but when we moved to Sonoy, something in our heart just called us and said, wow. yeah, this is home for us, you know, as it's, much as it can be anyway. You know? It's one of the first things I remember about you guys is how much you love Sonoy. Yeah. 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 yeah you've just, always felt very called. We really felt like the Lord gave us, a, you know, just a heart for that city, for the people, for, um, you know, the potential for relationships, gave us favor with people. And we just love it. We put all of our proverbial eggs in the Sonoy basket. So <laughs> it's been yes, good. Yes, <laughs> April, tell us a little bit about you, girl. Uh, I am April Anderson, spouse to Brent. I'm the Yankee his family warned him about. (laughs) Yes. Not from Georgia. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio area. Uh, But I saw a bumper sticker one time that said I'm not from the South, but I got here as fast as I could. That's me. (laughs) That is you, girl. That is me. Especially this week when I call home and it's 20 degrees. It was 81 here today. My mom is in negative 20 degrees in Wisconsin. So 
Welcome. Yes. I'm so yeah. happy you're here. I, I know you are too. So happy to be here, especially in the winter. Uh, but yes, we have been married and living in Sonoy for 10 years. Like he said, he built houses. We jumped around and just same thing. And we both never had the same thing at the same time like that, just feeling like we were home and in a city that, that God had us there for a reason and a mission. And just like your story and so many of our mutual friends, you know, it was so weird how we all ended up kind of in the same area, just feeling like God told us to go there or put us there. Um, and we have loved it. Mm-hmm. Got four beautiful kids. Four kids. Yeah. Yes, they're kids. growing and leaving and making me cry. And <laughs> I find myself looking at people's toddlers and breaking out into tears on a <laughs> weekly basis because they're 20, 18, almost 17, and 14. So my youngest will be starting high school next oh, fall. And I just, guys. Whew, you know. Precious little people. Yeah. They are precious people. They're turning into precious big people. So we're still, we're still praising God for the uh, amazing creatures they are and, you know, giving him glory. We don't have much to do with that. We just try our best. (laughs) (laughs) Well, tell us what you're doing in Sonoy. All right. So, um, I guess about 10 years ago, maybe 11 now, uh, I lose track of time, but we were called to pastor church in Sonoy. That's kind of what brought us there. And, uh, long story short, it wasn't on our radar. I was in a career opportunity with Chick-fil-A at the time and um, really felt like that was the direction we were headed and, and enjoying it and, you know, thought that was what I was created to do, basically. But um, the church we were a part of and helped start at the time, uh, going through some transition in leadership and we had been there from the beginning, so they asked us if we would consider leading forward and we prayed about it, and uh, you know, just honestly, we we said, Lord, we're the type of people that will do anything, you know, but um, we want to hear from you, you know, we want to hear that this is what you're calling us to do. And He spoke really clearly to us, probably more than we've ever heard, um, you know, in the past or even since uh, about about that opportunity. And we just jumped on it. We had no idea what we were doing. Um, <laughs> And you guys made it look good. Don't. It, it looked That's like the you story knew what of our life, doing. actually. <laughs> it has been actually the story of our life for the last Parenting, eleven years. Pastoring, <laughs> yeah. business. It, the Lord just has your yes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> serious. Grace. And God is so good and graceful, uh, grace-filled on on that journey. We we've learned a lot about what not to do. We've learned a lot about. Um, celebrating the wins and, you know, just not thinking in terms of failures, uh, but looking for God in the midst of every circumstance that we've had over those years. And it's been a beautiful time. You know, I I used to kind of joke around and say it was the best of time and the worst of times. And, you know, we had some challenges, but um, ultimately it was the best of times because we experienced God's uh, presence and his grace through everything, you know. In so many ways. Can't even begin to tell them all. Oh, we loved y'all's church. It was just a sweet, precious place. But when you were at the church and loved every single second of it, you guys always were feeling, and help me with this, help me specifically with words, always to be in the heart of Sonoy. And you just, 
which first of all, we have to clarify, we are talking about Sonoya. Yeah. All yeah. our listeners are like, where oh, yeah. are they from? <laughs> yeah, Sonoya. But you know, if you're from there, I, right. I can't be recorded saying it wrong because people will hunt me down. It can and will be used against you. Yeah. April, you're the one, there was that great looking coffee table book and there was an elderly lady from Sonoy. And she says, it's Sonoy like boy. Rhymes with boy. Yes. Yes. And I was like, well, she would know. She's been here for (laughs) 80-something years. Exactly. So we're talking about Sonoya, but it's actually pronounced Sonoy. Yeah, that's right. But you guys always had this heart for Sonoy and always in the heart. Talk to us a little bit about that, how you just wanted to be in the center of it. Well, (laughs) okay. Um, I'll start with, you know, I... I loved being a pastor's wife. I feel like I kind of broke the mold on that one. Um, I wasn't the stereotypical, you know, um, lead the women's ministry, the children's ministry. I And I really had a hard time with that. I really judged myself for that. I felt like I was falling short of the things that were my duty, so to speak. And we were part of a small group and kind of went through a... Uh, what are they called? This little just a training, like know. a test. Mm. Though one of those personality, oh yeah, oh yeah, test things. And I came out like super evangelistic, which you know that I launched a a, a nonprofit out of our small church, and that's where that began. Is but this, the are Lord you talking about backpack, which buddies. we will totally hear about because it is cool. Mm. All right, cool. Well, at I guess I really struggled with feeling like maybe I was discontent in the four walls of the church that my heart longed so much to be outside the walls and not that I didn't love the church where I was, but you, you don't see enough hurting and broken people coming in, especially in the Bible belt. There were times, you know, but a lot of people were kind of trying out other churches or, you know, you weren't, I don't know. I just, I just felt this, what I feel like now I could say is a holy discontent, not like a, you know, anything that was wrong with me. It was a stirring for something more and to be, you know, in the heart of the community where the lost people were and, um, this business opportunity that came to us in Mm. the, in the package of a a coffee shop. It was a place where we hung out because, you know, all pastors (laughs) hang out at coffee shops and youth pastors, they don't like to be in their four walls. It's kind of getting out of the the walls of the church and, and meeting people coming in and out. We just loved this quaint little place. And we always wanted to have something in the heart of the town where the people would be coming and going and interacting on a daily basis that we would be interacting with people every day, not just on Sunday, you know, and, um, and we just, we were dreaming up all kinds of business plans. Brent probably has, I think he still has like 14 websites reserved. <laughs> I, I'm a little ADD. If I'm website domain names. I'm pretty sure we're paying like $300 a, a year on website domain names. But you got it's them, true. man. It's true. You got those Nobody things. else has them. Uh, I, it's so funny. I, I actually had somebody reach out to me recently to buy one of those. So I was like, see, uh, there you go. Know. It was you an investment. That, you make that $300 back just like that. Exactly. <laughs> so I don't know if you want to speak to that, but that, uh, you know, once I realized, Hey, this is okay. This is who God created me to be. I am more evangelistic and not that there's not a place cause we love the church mm-hmm. and we know, mm-hmm. um, that, that it was Jesus's heart. Jesus gathered at the church, you know, but he also went out 
um, oh. and, and was spent his time in the midst of hurting people, you know, and people have their guard down when they come in a place like that. We've had some yeah. cool, cool opportunities and I'll let Brent share one of the coolest in a minute testimony. Um, for those of you that don't know, Sonoy or Sonoya is home to the walking dead and that's where they film. Um, and so we keep saying that, uh, uh God called us to bring life where where it's known for dead. <laughs> That's you know? perfect. That's exactly what you should say. <laughs> yeah, we're raising the dead. Raising the dead yeah. among oh, no raising yeah raising the dead. <laughs> I don't know what we that said. We have fun. we have all kind of taglines yeah. that we have fun with, but it was particularly about someone who worked on the show, who was just kind of in a hurting place. I'll let you take that mm -hmm. one over. But we've had I feel like so many more opportunities to just minister to people who just come in with their guard down and want to have a conversation and you can just speak in. God will give us like, you know, a, occasionally something very specific to say. And, you know, it, it's life changing for them. And they and they're kind of just taken aback by it because they don't expect that with a cup of coffee. Yeah. You know, sure. you know, it was so interesting because Brent and I used to, we ran around a lot and he would just share his heart and I would just listen to him dream about this. And I remember he, he dreaming about having a space in downtown um, that was a place where people could come and eat and fellowship in it, but it would be a multi-purpose building. And mm -hmm. you were just dreaming into this. Mm -hmm. And, and I remember the day that you guys um, had the opportunity um, and you told me about this and I was like, he did it. He did it. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. He it did was, it. it was uh, all of y'all's conversation. Crazy. We it loved your, it. Yeah. We used to think, Oh my gosh, these are great ideas. And you just, you always wanted to do it. It's funny. I mean, I feel like, you know, I am a little bit ADD and uh, you know, some of, uh, some of my journey, I'm kind of learning that, uh, that's more of a, uh, you know, a pioneering gift, maybe just looking for new territory for the kingdom to yeah, expand to. Good, and, um, it, it, you know, at the time I was a pastor and it, in much the same way that April was kind of struggling with some of the things she was, I, you know, I wasn't feeling called to that stereotypical pastoral role, even though God through that time taught me, you know, and, and grew me up in the, in a pastoral gift or in a teaching gift. None of those were my natural, um, you know, bents. And, uh, you know, all the time I'm like just looking out for opportunities to connect with people kind of on their terms, speaking their language, not just my language. And, um, we've had so many different ideas, so many different things that we've thrown out there. And this one just, happened to stick and it was so miraculous really I mean if we look back on it the um, just the journey of like dreaming and yeah. uh, you know just recognizing this is in our heart to connect with people on a daily basis you know invite people serve them well uh, you know what better way to do that than around good coffee and food and the table and um, you know, we just dreamed about this. I have so many emails that I sent to different people just trying to make it work and nothing was ever sticking. And uh, we just, just our current story, we talked with the previous owner of the cafe on multiple occasions. Hey, if you ever... Which we need to just say it. I don't think we have. You guys are the owners of uh, the Sonoy Coffee Shop. Yeah, exactly. Sonoy Coffee and Cafe. <laughs> yep. On one main street. So if you're ever in town, we're down at the bottom of the hill on the left. So... I uh, can't miss us. Um, uh, you know, we just talked with the previous owners and said, hey, you know, if you ever think about selling 
uh, let us know, you know, and there was never really a right time, but probably a couple of years we pursued them. And I don't know, maybe it was one day the refrigerator. Kind of jokingly. Yeah. The refrigerators broke down and maybe a couple of people called out sick and we said, Hey, you ever want to sell the place? And they were like, yes, let's talk. <laughs> Today's the day. <laughs> let's talk. Sign here. <laughs> yeah. But I just have to say too, they, they were, they had a heart for the community and they remodeled this old building, you know, or they launched revitalization in this town and people thought they were crazy because it was like this little ghost town, you know, you're going to start this coffee shop. But I think, you know, we had done a few things with them. We had done a worship night, like candlelight service in the cafe uh, Christmas Eve and a couple things our church had done there. And I think that they recognized that we had the same heart for the community that they had. You know, they didn't want it. They had so many people knocking on their door to sell that building. But it meant a lot to them for it to stay kind of what it was. Not to come. This is awesome. Yeah, not to come in and be, I think at one time, like Verizon had uh, had offered them something for the bill. I mean, like big companies wanted to come in, first of all. They didn't want that in a small town. They wanted to keep it historic and you know, but so many people, and we didn't know this till after we bought it. I had three people, probably no less than three people come up to me. Do you know, I've talked to them about selling that building and I offered them this amount of money and this amount, and they just acted totally closed down to the idea. So I just really do think the Holy Spirit just hit their heart and that they felt like we were the right fit. Um, you know, that we would kind of carry on the legacy that they started. In a way, and the and the supernatural part of it was, uh, you know, just our um, journey at that time from a financial standpoint. Some of the things that we had struggled through. I built houses. I mentioned earlier, and we kind of barely survived the, you know, the downturn in the real estate market, and we're we're just feeling the weight of some of those um, kind of negative things, uh, you know, from the economy. Uh, from that time and we literally had no money <laughs> um, and you know we had a dream in our heart we felt like God had called us to this place to this little town and and really in the middle of nowhere um, Georgia that um, God gave us a heart for and then paved the way for us to kind of enter into that dream wow. you know awesome. um, and uh, you know without going into the details the the basic premises we we didn't have anything and and god made this happen wow so yeah. verizon had good brilliance and you guys <laughs> bought it right. with no money yeah, that's exactly. what i just heard you say <laughs> yeah exactly that's jesus and that's the that's truth. how he rolls yes. yeah. Yeah. wow yeah. and are you loving it is it going so well yes sometimes we have to remind ourselves that we love it but yes no yeah we know you know well, and even the days that are hard though i think what else would i want to do if i could do anything what would i want to do and there's nothing that i would rather be doing i do we <laughs> love it i think we were meant to do it um you know but there's days it's absolutely yeah. exhausting just this month we had like three pieces of very expensive equipment go out and you're just looking at like okay god you know but it, i pretty much say god i don't know why you wanted this espresso machine it's yours you know why'd you want it to break down you know <laughs> help us out hey god you got a problem <laughs> yeah. know, really. this look, is your look, problem your espresso machine broke sir <laughs> exactly <laughs> what do you want me to do about that <laughs> yeah. yeah but i will agree um just for those who might not have ever worked in the restaurant business, it is a tough business. Uh, it is yes. it is a very tough business. And, you know, I think w- 
again, we had no idea what we were doing um, when we started this journey. It's kind of been a theme for us. But, um, you know, we, we got there. We had a clear understanding that this is where God wanted us. He paved the way with, you know, some significant provision. Um, so all of the challenges and all the things that we've faced, the things that we are learning and have learned, um, you know, just kind of pale in comparison to the reality that God's with us, you know. Mm. And, you know, there's been some times, I think April mentioned, sometimes we have to remind ourselves, you know, we feel like the Lord, uh, me personally, this past year, he he invited me to remember, you know, like throughout the whole year, because I'll be completely transparent. There's been some frustrating things and, sure. you know, just trying to... Um, care for staff and and care for customers and do that with excellence and and some of the challenges that you face in there it can kind of weigh weigh down on you a little bit but the lord said just remember you know um what i've done remember that i'm here with you and remember why you're here um and it, it has been a good reminder for me to, you know, kind of step into our world, be present in that world, and look for opportunities for God to be at work, you know? Oh, you guys, that's awesome. <clears throat> so I, I'm sure, you know, you, how, how many days are you guys open? Seven days. Seven days, seven days a week. Yeah. Wow. Okay, mm-hmm. so lots of life is happening in your establishment. So do you guys have like fun stories, like testimonies and things that have happened? A favorite one. Yeah. Like maybe your favorite, maybe one, two or three that yeah. you would, that you feel at liberty to share. Okay. Because I, I know that, you know, to, to hear the heart of, of your, to hear the testimonies out of the heart of your, where you're coming mm-hmm. from and how the Lord made this happen. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear some of those. Yeah. Do y'all have any? Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, in particular, like April said, um, people's guards are down. They're not really anticipating, you know, kind of deep conversations for the most part. They're coming in um, for an end goal. So there was this lady who we've seen pretty regularly. She works on the show, and so when she's in town, uh, she works on The Walking Dead. Um, she, when she's in town, uh, she's a frequent customer, I, I would say. Um, and one day she came in with a friend and they were on break from, uh, from their show. And, um, I was like, Hey, that's gotta be cool. You've been working 12, 14 hour days. I'm sure that's a much needed break. And, um, you know, how's it going? How's your break been? And she said, really, it's terrible. Um, I don't know what to do with myself. I, um, I, I don't even know what I would do without this job. Something to that effect. It was, wow. um, it, it was really kind of a, I could tell she was heartbroken about being at home and not working. And I just felt like the Lord um, wanted me to kind of enter into that narrative a little bit and speak value and life in, into her. And, um, you know, so I just started talking and I just said, hey, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I recognize where you're coming from. But I just wanted to say um, that you are, um, you have unsurpassable worth and value to God, and it has nothing to do with what you do for a living. It's because he's created you in his image. And I I mean, I just, you know, went on from there. I said, I know people who have wrestled with their identity um, that's kind of wrapped up in what they do. And, you know, heck, we can't even have a conversation, uh, you know, with a new person that we meet without saying, well, what do you do for a living? You know, it's kind of like the natural 
thing. And I just wanted to speak into them that, that God um, created them beautifully and wonderfully. And as I'm saying this, um, the girl that's with her is actually beginning to cry and obviously kind of, uh, you know, emotional through the whole thing. And when we got finished, I mean, basically they confessed. They said, you know what, thank you for saying that to us because just this morning we were having a conversation that we really don't know what we would do if we didn't have this job. You know, it was... we wouldn't even know who we are. We would be in despair, basically. And, I, you know, I just felt like the Lord was there speaking wow. identity and life into those ladies. And it, it, it was an eternal moment, you know. And I was I like, man, yeah, moments. it was so good. Brent, that's yeah. beautiful. They love him. <laughs> they You're love an easy one to love, shopper. Brent Anderson. He's, just, he's the showstopper. <laughs> he's the showstopper. <laughs> the <dope> yeah, <laughs> The big popper. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You got it in there. (laughs) You you did. You sure did. Well, mine is similar. I think time and time again, the most probably the most common thing that we hear is it's it's so peaceful in here, or Mm. there's a presence in here, or people that um, have no context of anything spiritual will say good vibes or what do they say? Energy. Energy. There's great energy in here. <laughs> you know? Yes. <laughs> energy <laughs> has a name. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but one of, one of the coolest stories, there's a couple that comes in pretty frequently and they have a, um, a special needs child who's in a wheelchair. He can't speak and they honestly don't have a diagnosis for him. They have been through all kinds of testing. I think he's somewhere on our autism spectrum, but he can't communicate. He's precious. He smiles and he lights up the room and um, he's just this beautiful child. But when they come in, they said, this is the only place that we can take him that he's calm and at ease. She's like, it's almost like there's just a peace in here and he's peaceful when we come in here. And he's not, they said they can't really take him out. He's very um, sensory uh, are sensitive to, you know, sure. sensory and noise and lights. And, and he does fine the whole time. They said we were able to sit in here with friends for an hour. And it was, well, the coolest thing about it is the night before we'd had a worship night in there oh, and we were in there for two hours worshiping straight on a Sunday night when we were, after we closed, um, with some people in our community. And so a couple people had mentioned, have mentioned specifically after those nights, there's just such a sweet, like peace and you know and so that was the coolest thing for me he Hmm. gets easily agitated and he's just calm the whole time he's there so i don't doubt it that's That's jesus that's the presence of jesus and at the time i didn't know they were believers but they but they are i've gotten to know them a little more and that's cool oh you guys it's awesome those are dreams come true (laughs) april tell us about your 501c3 we want to hear about this well, that actually was birthed out of a church conference that I went to. There were some people just talking about ways of getting outside of the walls of your church and ministering to your community. Uh, some of the stories they told were so cool to me because it, you know, w- when you open that door and you just serve your community, even government offices, schools, you know, you see what they were talking about in this conference was how then those agencies come to the church for help. And that's just how it should be, you know, but 
so many times it's the opposite. Right. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, it just inspired me. I came back. I was um, in this particular workshop that I was in. They talked about this program called Backpack Buddies that a school counselor in Texas had started. Um, she noticed some behavior changes in a student and realized it was hunger. Uh, oh, wow. That the the parents had, like the husband had left, cleaned out the account, and all of a sudden this straight-A, well-behaved student grades were tanking behavior was shifting and she brought him in and just had a conversation and ended up finding out he hadn't eaten in a couple days and he was coming to school not eating and so she started keeping snacks on hand and then realizing you know hey when they're at school we can give them a little snack but they're getting two meals if they're getting government aid but then they go home especially weekends holidays what do they have to eat you know most like our kids your kids they live for the weekend they live for christmas break spring break you know they of having a break from school these kids actually dread it and i was so naive at the time we were kind of new to the area and i just was like i don't even know if there's a need for this in our county not even realizing how huge coweta county is the county that we live in and um to make a long story short we we launched Um, in the 2010-2011 school year and decided to send the bags of food home with kids on the weekend and holidays. And we started with two schools and 36 kids. And this year has been our, will be our first full year of serving every school in the county, including special needs schools, middle schools, elementary schools, high schools, which is over 30 schools. And we're going to probably break a thousand students a week this year. So April, I yes. haven't talked to you about it Just in forever. That's totally, huge. totally blown up in the last two years. We have some paid staff. That's amazing. Um, an awesome person who has been a volunteer for me. Her name is Lori Burnett. She has volunteered and been a part of backpack buddies since the beginning, just about, and, um, felt it was time for her to leave her job and just called to tell me, Um, and she was at a local church that helped us a lot. And so she just wanted me to know that she was leaving and what could I do? I still want to be a part because I'm not going to be through the church, you know? And I was like, funny, you should call because (laughs) (laughs) once we took over the, you know, the cafe, I really needed to bring someone on to take this thing to the next level. And she was exactly what we, I mean, she was just the timing. She was just sent, sent by God and, has helped us just get to the next place and it's been amazing it's been the last two years it's just been ridiculous mm-hmm. i googled recently volunteer opportunities in our area just to do with the girls and you guys came up see oh, yeah. <laughs> i was like oh, back, back, buddy. and we're literally right now trying to create more opportunities because we are overwhelmed with volunteers i think we You're figured overwhelmed with volunteers i think we, we added a second day it filled up almost overnight of packing And putting the bags together and, you know, so we're now starting, this will probably be our first summer where we really start trying to get, go to other feeding programs and get them food for the weekends they can take home. So um, we're going to be trying to feed through the summer too, which is a huge need. So, wow. So what do you need at this point? What would be helpful to you? Food. Okay. (laughs) Food and money. I mean, honestly, we get, we get food right now. We occasionally can get from a food bank in Atlanta, 
Uh, but for the most part, we're buying at Sam's and BJ's. So our price is your price. And so, mm-hmm. you know, some people just feel better, like taking their kids and making an experience, you know, like I want them to pick out the food that they would like because sure. this is for kids and that's usually non-perishable items we have to put in there. We try to do single serve pop top cans. If it's ravioli, peanut butter crackers, um, small boxes of cereal, juice boxes, things like that. Um, but then some people are like, you know, I don't really have the time. I would sure. rather do a check. So, I mean, either is the same. And where could they send that check, folks that are listening right now? Where does well, that money go? <laughs> I have a website. It's backpackbuddiesga.org. Okay. So they can give through there and find out. There's actually a food list on there. And a volunteer calendar on there because we will be putting new opportunities for the summer. And it is a great thing for kids to do. And that's the number one feedback we get, too, is just there's not many things that you can take kids to volunteer. And we have a group of homeschool moms that come every Wednesday morning and they have toddlers and they they do it. So it's it's so so much fun. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad that it's exploded. Of course it would. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. There was a need in Coweta County. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, it's such Mm -hmm. a big deal. Well, so what are you guys doing ministry out of the coffee shop and cafe, too? I would say, I mean, I would say just um, in principle, I I feel like that was kind of our call, you know, Nothing like organized, so okay. to speak, so other than, I mean, we we host groups, groups on um, groups. Sunday nights. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, That's with Bethel. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Um, and we were we were meeting, it may not even be updated yet, because uh, we, we need to meet with Tom and, uh, and Vicki Cimento, but um, we're meeting every every Sunday night at 6 o'clock now. We were meeting the first and third Sunday, uh, and that's kind of in flux. We've, we've got some... Uh, you, you know, for us, the passion is to connect with people in our city sure. and to yeah. cheer them on on their journey of following Jesus and look for opportunities to connect with other people who might not know him. You know, are you guys enjoying Bethel? Oh yeah, um, absolutely. How long you know, it's kind of been? been it's kind of been a bummer here lately. We've been in some transition with uh, our staff, and whenever that happens, we work more. So, right. sure. Um, being open seven days a week, it's we all flipped that Saturday night to Sunday morning <laughs> really quick on us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we, we noticed. I know. Like, We're yeah, I know. Yeah. But so we we work it out. But it, and then long? there was the mud. That was fun. We were one of those. <laughs> Fun people that did y'all get stuck? Oh yeah! Like I think all three of us drove separate, and all three of our cars got stuck. Oh, it was awesome. Guys. I was loving those memes. We were you know? cracking up. I saw the meme today with the parking attendants, and it was like mud wrestler. I don't know. I was dying was in the awesome. car. It was so funny. For those of you listening, all over the planet, we've just we've moved onto our property. We have a hundred acres in Tyrone, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And it's the most beautiful. Yeah, I mean, is. Georgia's so pretty. I mean, it's just the most beautiful state. But so it's just pretty. gorgeous property. So we're building. We're in the process of building. Mm-hmm. And it has been, did you guys know, there has, there, we have had more rain this year than we have had since 1946 um, or 7. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. I believe it, yeah. The year that yeah. we're like, let's get onto the property right now. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> so there is mud it's everywhere. So it's been hilarious. So we just we just decided to go with it. We held a meme contest. It's <laughs> so funny. funny. It was That's awesome. It was, it was funny. Well, Brent, you're doing, some, you're always, you're a musician and you're doing some music with us, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. playing from time to time. I think I'm... Um, Coming up on Bethel Equip uh, this on. coming up week, so I'm excited about that and good, good. get the chance to hit the skins a little bit. How's that going? It's good, yeah. yeah it's going yeah, good. You've been, when did you start playing? Oh, I don't gosh. know. I guess probably 
uh, high school. You talking about with Bethel or just, just in general? Yeah, You've probably high played? school. Okay. Yeah. And I always say I play with more heart than I do skill. Um, I but, don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like skill. Does yeah. it look skill to you? He's yeah. a worshiper for sure. Yeah. Yes, worshiper. absolutely. Dude, yeah. He's so fun to watch. <laughs> I love yep. it. I fangirl. <laughs> <laughs> you do that fangirl, do you, April. <laughs> do you fangirl. He's adorable. But awesome. I, I would just like to say, you know, personally for us, you know, we were in a season of ministering for so long and... You know, it did not end on a bad note. You know, when we stepped out of the church, I think everyone just realized there were separate visions and, you know, but coming here was just, it was a healing balm. You know, it's such an encouraging culture and Mm. it was exactly what we needed in that season. And not, like I said, not that we came Mm. out of it beat down or run over, but it was also in a time where, we decided to remodel a hundred year old home and buy a business. And, you know, we were just exhausted mind, body and soul. And it has, you know, just with you asking, and then we kind of jumped past it. I just want to come back and say, um, it was God put us right where we needed to be. And on our kids, it was the same thing for, for, whatever reason our kids are a little bit more reserved i don't know why i don't know where they get it from because you know we're both extremely extroverted (laughs) we've got two really introverted kids and i just thought they're gonna be like oh you know like this is too crazy and they and they all it was like the only place that they unanimously were like yes this is where we need to be and so it was (laughs) it was great and we've yeah we've really enjoyed it such wonderful encouraging people we're a group of leaders. There are so many leaders, which is it's phenomenal to me that it works as well as it does because, I mean, people usually avoid getting this many leaders together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but there's no tension. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's it good. is. Can you expand on that about how healing it was to be there? I'd like to hear more about that because I, this is time 8,000. Yeah. It, really? Again, it we're just so many church leadership folks, and it's not that it was ever negative, but there's just something coming here and being filled well absolutely absolutely and I and I also think you know I mean the whole culture is like pulling the gold out of Mm -hmm. people that was something we needed to hear because we had kind of been uh like I said we weren't in a horrible place but uh, you know you're still a little hurt and tired and um jaded Maybe, maybe, maybe a little. <laughs> Come on, we got it. But well, you know, yeah, exactly. much happens in a church, yeah. and oh, you guys yeah. had it was a great church and it great was. people. We great loved people. Your There's no one we've said. It, I mean, it was just it's just a testimony to the Lord. There's no one that we couldn't walk down the street and not just embrace it's and and be like, we missed you, we love you. You know, it was yeah. there was nothing negative, but it was still of just all together a challenging season so just to be here in this culture of honor where people are just constantly speaking life um and you know and in a prophetic culture where there might have been some wounds and and just a word given and one cool word and this is when we first jumped into everything we hit some hard times to the to the to the point where you're like god did we miss your voice like we've always you know anyone who's been around us has known that this is what we want to do, this coffee shop thing. But there was a, there was a time and he had to take on another full-time job. I had been homeschooling and momming for, I had never worked since my kids were, were born and especially full-time. I picked up a few hours here and there, but 
all of a sudden, like overnight, our kids don't see us, you Whoa. know, because our busiest time are weekends and holidays when they're out of school. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, it was just, it was a hard time for all of us. And then financially, like I said, Whoa. remodeling a hundred year old house and bu- building a business. Don't so, do don't do it. it. That's our gift <laughs> I, to don't you. Don't do it. <laughs> to you listeners out do there. One at a time. <laughs> and, you know, um, I have a word from the Lord. Don't, <laughs> yes. do, don't do it. And that is the him. voice of God but and the voice of wisdom. But I remember, and you guys know because you've you've known Brent um, almost as long as I have, but um, <laughs> he is such an optimistic, encouraging, always smiling person. Mm. And when I walked around a corner one day and saw him in tears, um, there, was, there was a minute, and if you don't want me to say this, you can tell Josh to edit it out later, but... <laughs> There was a time where when we were um, at the end of the church thing, like our personal account, our coffee shop account and the church account were all overdrawn in the same week. (laughs) Just coincidentally, you know, and because the church had been going through some hard times and we were like, okay, God, you know, and I'd never seen him discouraged. And we just like that broke my heart. And I'm like, you can't be upset because you're the strength, you know. (laughs) And it was just this crying out, but it was like, we had just another business owner in the community. Um, She came by and gave me a book and I was like, oh, thank you. That's so sweet. And she's like, the Lord told me to give this to you. Well, I opened it and it was like $800. Oh, wow. And I was thinking it was just a book. I was like, oh, thank you, Lord. You know, no. And then, you know, we got a check in the mail that next day from someone who we took in. Well, she was actually went to Bethel school and we let her live with us when we had our bigger house. So she stayed with us the whole time she was in first, her first year of school. And, um, she just randomly decided to send us a thank you at this time. And it was a hundred dollars. And so it was just like God's constant, like, I'm going to provide for you through this season. But I say all that to say, and I know you guys will <laughs> you know, do what you need to do. <laughs> edit, edit me out, shorten me up. But, um, Don't do it. We won't. <laughs> you can, I promise we like to talk, but, um, Dan Weber was one here who, um, when we went through the, what is it called? It's Bethel. Uh, Bethel Life. Equipped now, but Bethel Bethel Life. Life. Bethel Life. Uh When we were first kind of jumping in here, um, you know, uh, there was one uh, night where he gave words and he gave us a word. And this was in like still kind of coming, just starting to turn the corner of like, you know, there'll actually be money in the account this week. Um, I see but light at the I end know. of this yeah. He gave us a word about like in a season coming like sooner than you could think, basically you're going to have so many opportunities. Your, your biggest dilemma is going to be like which way to turn and what to do. And like God's going to be bringing so many, you know, whether it's business and, and we're like hitting that season mm-hmm. right oh. now, you know, of like Y'all. just... I've, oh, I just have been thinking about that word so much in the last mm. month because that's what we're praying through now is just like, which which thing do we do, you know, yeah. <laughs> or where do you want us, uh, you know, to expand or to be? And um, and so that's just one of the examples of like those words were so encouraging when we were st- kind of still in that really tough place. So like, you know, we were clinging to words of hope like that. And, oh, um, so you know, cool. and it's it's so prevalent in this culture mm-hmm. that is just, you know, one of the, the comforting things about being here. So. Yeah. And, yeah. Not to, and, and of course the worship, 
you know, I'm a worshiper. I know, sure. you wow. know, and I, I could bask in the worship 24 yeah. <laughs> seven. That is good. well said, April. Good. Yeah. So yeah. well said. Absolutely. And I think for me too, um, you know, just, just the encouragement, you know, that comes from people that you run into here, you know, there's, there's really never, um, you know, people, you go somewhere and you share somebody your dreams, uh, you know, and some of the things that you're going through and they're like, oh, that's cool. You know, well, it seems to get ramped up, you know, a hundredfold here in this culture, you know, it's like, that's amazing. You know, I, I want to cheer you on toward those dreams. And let's pray about let's it right pray now. About, you know, and, and usually a prophetic word comes from that, you know, oh, yeah. or, you know, something, you know, and that's just been really timely for us, you know. Um, and I'll just be honest, you come out of a season where you're sharing your dreams and you're, you know, even if they are kind of ADD and all over the place, you know, <laughs> where you're like, hey, can we just like stay here at this moment for for a little while? Can we develop this dream that you had, you know, six months ago <laughs> for That's a little me. bit? That's my voice um, in his ear. <laughs> and there's probably some wisdom in that. But at the same time, you know, just being um, like the wind uh, of encouragement uh, blowing on you is really refreshing, you know. Yeah. So that's been it's been really good. <laughs> and you know, I'll just say there's been and a you're lot. here, yeah. And yes. the Kootzes are oh. here. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes, hallelujah, bonus, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we've seen a lot of people that we've run into and met here uh, while we've been at Bethel. They come to the coffee shop and hang out with us, and uh, that's been really neat uh, just to kind of say hello. Most of the times it's busy, and we're just like waving from a distance, hope everything's good, but um, it's really cool to see familiar faces coming in, you know, that that you're walking alongside. Well, then what is next? What do you guys see coming? And if you can't share specifically about all of these opportunities, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't have to, but just in the spirit, what is the Lord saying to you? What's coming up for the Andersons? Mm -hmm. With all the good things he's got started, <laughs> yeah. I'll just say, I mean, we're we're looking to uh, grow um, in our business, you know, business model, and we feel like we do. Uh, we're learning a lot. We're we we've learned a lot, and we feel like we do a lot of things well. Um, again, we're in process. We've never really arrived, but we're looking to take what we're doing and expand. Um, in some other location, and we've got some opportunities there. Still, kind of on the, you know, beginning stages of that. So nothing really in, in concrete, but we're excited about, um, you know, the different opportunities. Uh, we we seem to be connecting as well with other people, you know, in the coffee industry, and learning a lot about that, and really kind of stepping up our game there. So. So Excited. definitely increase. Did yeah, he speak yeah. increase like in this word and then you saw it or are you guys just walking into increase? Oh, we felt like it yeah. was a word yeah. that was okay. like, hey, there's something coming and it's going to be expansion. It's going to be, uh, you know, opportunities that you'll just have to, uh, you know, lean into the Lord and lean into nice. discernment on even which ones to, um, you know, kind of head towards. So we're, we're excited yeah, about we're, that. We're excited about the next thing we have no idea how to do, you know, <laughs> exactly. I mean, bring it because that's where he shows up. Exactly. You know, I feel like he never calls us to do things that we are 
adequately equipped to do. So yeah. you know. I love this about you that yeah. you guys, you walk yeah. into increase, yeah. so, but yeah. I also, I love this. It sounds like to me, I'm wondering if this season is going to be like a place prepared before you. I'm not saying that right. You're about to walk into something like the Lord has prepared it as if he hadn't prepared the rest of it. Mm-hmm. He has, but you guys are just such pioneers. That's a good word. Like you it's just go word. out and you just do yeah. it. You hear and you run. But I'm wondering, I am saying this prophetically, if this season is just laid out in front of you. I really am. Um, just listening so. to you talk. Yeah, we'll receive that. Um, you know, I kind of like, I he, maybe this is a word just of encouragement for people who uh, maybe identify with the ADD dreaming that we've described a little <laughs> bit. Um, you, you know, I felt like over the last five years or so, I have been liberated from the fear of failure. Um, and, say that, man. and, say and that. that is a, that is a very freeing thing, you know, because I, at times were, I was gripped with the fear of failure, gripped to immobility, you know, um, because, well, what if this happens? What if that happens? And I, I think a lot of, you know, the, the beauty of God is he's at work every time in every circumstance for my benefit and for, his glory. And, you know, we went through the building crisis and pretty much lost everything, lost our dream home, lost a house, lost our uh, credit, you know, lost just <laughs> lost everything. And, lost our retirement. And I think the redemptive work of God in that was now to look back and we can say, well, what's the worst that can happen? We lose everything. And we can say, well, we've done that before. Done. <laughs> you know, we don't necessarily want to go back there, but right. um, if that's the worst that can happen, you know, we're, we're going to blaze a trail, you know, because we yeah. survived that um, by the grace of God. And, you know, for me, the, the word is, um, you know, if you're dreaming about something, you know, to me, if, you're, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough, you know. You guys lift that. You really do. You've been if faithful they, If they that. don't just completely, you know, just kind of grip you a little bit, um, they're probably not big enough. You know, if God wants to do immeasurably more than we can ask or even think i i can you know just get an idea that that he wants us to dream big and um you know so you know we're in the middle of all these conversations about different opportunities and again we're we have like no money no resources no you know um and and things are like falling in place and you know we'll see what the end of that story looks like but uh you know the reality is um, when God is at work, you yeah. know, you can trust that he's going to take care of things, you know. And, yeah. you know, at the same time, we're, we're surrounding ourselves with people that, um, you know, that uh, wise counsel. And we're not like sure. loose cannons on deck, mm-hmm. just gunslinging, you know, um, shoot and aim or something like that. But we're trying to do this as as wise as we possibly can. But I just take great comfort in the fact that the Apostle Paul, I think it's in Acts 16, um, uh, you know, like went three different directions, um, uh, you know, trying to figure out what his missionary journey looked like. (laughs) Went this direction, the Holy Spirit prevented him. Went that direction, the Holy Spirit prevented him. Went that direction, you know, three... This guy wrote the third of the New Testament, you know, and he doesn't have like a clear picture necessarily of what direction to head. And then the vision from the man, uh, you know, uh, of the man from Macedonia came to him and he went there and 
launched a ministry and started a church, that sort of thing. I just take great comfort in the fact that if the Apostle Paul can kind of, you know, go in different directions, then, you know, the Lord's given me some freedom to do that and not think in terms of success and failure or right and wrong decisions, but more about God. I want to lean into you. Um, I want to do your will. I want to be, uh, you know, with you on this um, mission journey. Um, but I think he gives us some freedom to dream and kind of walk those roads with him, you know. Is that what freedom from failure sounds like? When it's not failure, success, it's just leaning into Jesus? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, to me, again, if God is at work in every one of my circumstances, the ones that were meant for destruction in my life, the ones that we can celebrate, and everything in between, if he's at work in every one of those for my good and for his glory, that's what, you know, that's what his, his word says, then, you know, there is no success and failure. There's just a journey of discovering who you are and whose you are and, and his work of, of, conforming me to the image of Christ from one degree of glory to another, you know? How did you arrive at that? And did you start out definitely saying this is success and failure? Oh, yeah. I mean, I was always, you know, like, uh, well, I did I, I did good at that. And, you know, April can tell you the first years of preaching, which just, if I'm completely honest, <laughs> terrified me. Um, you, you know, wake up and spent a lot of time... Um, with my, I was trying to find a good way to say it. My, my stomach upset, you know. Oh my gosh, we just heard this. Yes. Should I even, we were literally, I don't think you would mind, we were at dinner with Danny Silk and he said his first two years pastoring the same way. Yeah. He was like, I was just sick the whole time. Yeah, every time. <laughs> you know, because there's so a lot of weight. good company, Brent Anderson. <laughs> exactly. You're not the only one. Exactly. You know, and so, uh, you know, I, I spent a lot of weekly, uh, Monday morning, um, conversations with myself well I really bombed that one or well that was decent you know and usually I couldn't figure out which one was which you know um, (laughs) because when I really thought I hit it out of the park you know people are like what in the world is he saying Um, but you know when when you feel like you bombed it you know they're like that's the best thing I've ever heard in my life are you kidding me I had to run to the bathroom afterwards (laughs) exactly So, I mean, I I started to identify successes and failures in that way. And, uh, you know, to me, that's just messed up. I I, I feel like, obviously, we can learn from places where we have challenges. And and God God was the best teacher. You know, Jesus was the best teacher, so he wants us to grow in our ability to do that, you know, to become more like him. But for me, it wasn't about teaching a, a teaching win or a teaching loss. It was about God at work and what He's ministering to uh, the people that were listening. And um, and I, you know, I did what I knew to do, and He He was at work in that, yeah. you, you know, in that season. I think um, it's also letting go of people's expectations, mm-hmm. or you know, because uh, being freed from what people are going to think or say. You sure. know, because if you look at what you know, we've talked about before, we could, we could look at our time at the church where we were as a failure almost, because when we closed the doors, you know, we didn't set out to do that. Actually, we didn't set out to close the doors. So no, 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 no. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. yeah, Like it dwindled it, you know, if you judged it, how many people would, which is 
budgets and butts and what do they say? Buildings, budgets and butts is how you judge butts growth. Butts and chairs and cars in the parking lot. <laughs> you know, like it, it would be easy to look at ourselves and be like, wow, we really, honey, I shrunk the church. Yeah. That, was our, that was our theme, right? But, uh, somebody, but we, somebody write a book quick. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's just like, you know, we had a different vision and it was a little out of the box for the for the Bible Belt, maybe it wasn't everybody's cup of tea, and we had a sweet and small group of people. But it was time to to go to the next thing that God had for us, you know. But it would be easy for people or us to look at, wow, you really messed that one up. Okay, mm-hmm. well, you know. But um, so it's also just being free, I think, Good. from that because man can look at things and and you know judge it as a as a failure and what. Wow. You know, and when you're totally relying on God and what He says, then it's a whole nother ball game. Yeah, mm-hmm. wow. it's very freeing. Wow, you guys, that is beautiful. I love the whole concept of being free from the fear of failure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Way still working on it. He's <laughs> <laughs> one flesh sister, one flesh. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Come on, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, but it is total. It's just perspective. It's how yeah. much of the truth. I mean, it's failing forward. It's learning. Yeah, that's good, and I love you, you just simplified it, Brent, for me completely. It's really it's just doing away with success and failure. Mm-hmm. And it's just leaning in. Father, I'm just gonna lean in. And yeah. then what? He he defines it from there? Yeah, I mean I you know, I feel like um to me we're invited into a relationship with Almighty God, you know, the Father. The, the good father, you know, he wants to commune with us, you know, and, uh, you know, if I'm, if, if I'm transparent, you know, with the way that I operate with my kids, you know, I've learned a lot about, um, you know, at first I, I probably approached them with right and wrong, you know, like this is acceptable, this is not ex- acceptable behavior or w- what have you, you know, these grades are good, <laughs> these are not, you know, this is, it, it was all in success and failure kind of terms, but I, I'm learning here as my kids have gotten older to walk with them through certain challenges and, uh, you know, try to invite them into relationship with me, let them know that I'm there for them, that I support them, even in a quote-unquote perceived failure, you know, sure. I'm, I'm right there, um, we may talk about, you know, how to, you know, how to learn from certain circumstances or certain things, but um, it's more about inviting them into relationship with me. And I feel like if I'm that way, then God's so much more <laughs> right. that way yeah. um, with me. And he's inviting me t- to relate to him. He longs to be with me, you know. And, um, you know, in in that reality, to me, it's not about... Um, right and wrong, uh, good and bad decisions. It's more about God being present in everything and God being at work in everything. And and the times where I take off, I'm going to make the assumption if the Holy Spirit prevented Paul from going a certain direction, he he might prevent me in some way and say, you know what, let's go over here, you know, Um, but not in a, in a shaming, you know, Mm kind of demeaning way. It's more about, Hey, I've got something better for you, you know? And, you know, the challenge, just to be honest for me, the the challenge is to discern that and to, you know, walk through that relationally. Um, But I feel free to walk in that, you know, even if I quote unquote, like take, 
take <laughs> the the direction that he's uh, maybe not calling me to take, you know, um, just in principle, I think he's going to walk me back toward where he wants me to go. Rewriting. Yeah, exactly. Rewriting. Yeah. Wow. So it's been, it's been really liberating for me, you know, and, um, I, I, you know, there's a lot of things, uh, April mentioned, you know, the financial stuff and we've had a certain level of anxiety there. Um, but I, I'm free from that. You know, we've got so many big decisions right now and we've kind of been discussing different things and I just really feel at peace because I, you know, I feel like God's at work That's huge. and I, I, I don't yeah. have to force anything. I, I can just keep stepping one day at a time, one step at a time and watch him work, you know. Who knows? Maybe we'll open up another coffee shop with no money. You know, we'll have like. Two <laughs> I mean, yeah. you've done it already. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Isn't that specialty. what the testimony is? Do it again. You know? <laughs> Come on. There we go. There we oh, go. Brent and April Anderson, you guys, thanks so much for coming in. You guys yeah. are special. Thank we appreciate you, you really having are. us. It's You're been fun. Precious. It's been so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. We always open up this time to our people. Are you hearing anything specific for anybody? Did your heart leap anywhere? Is there anything you want to release or share or any word of knowledge? Yeah, I feel, you know, I feel like the, um, the freedom thing is, is something that keeps resonating. I don't, I'm not really good at articulating it, but, um, you know, just that the Lord is inviting you to relate to him, to, to be in communion and, um, uh, his beloved, you know, there's something amazing about being fully known and fully accepted by God and, and one of his beloved children. Um, and you know, I don't just encourage anyone who struggles with that reality. You know, maybe you, maybe you're thinking right now that, um, you know, uh, maybe you feel like God's always mad at you or you, you know, you, you don't have that opportunity to relate to him I, I just want you to know that he he um he says that you have unsurpassable worth and value to him mm, um so you are created in his image and you are worth him dying um not just to free you from sins or to free you from whatever mistakes you've made um which would have been enough, but to invite you into relationship, you know, to so um, get up close and personal with the Father. Yeah. And, awesome. um, you know, that, that love can, can drive out that fear, you know, and that kind of love that, that we can't understand, but yet we're called to know, you know, we're invited to know. Um, awesome. That will drive out any fear. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. It's beautiful. And mine would be, don't be afraid of big dreams. You mm. know, if, if you feel equipped to do something, that's probably not God. <laughs> if you have the resources and the skills, it's probably not God. You're okay. too small. If, yeah, exactly. If, if it scares you to death and you have no idea how it's going to work out, that's where he shows up and, beautiful. you know, mm-hmm. step into it. And, and that's your testimony. You're sticking to yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's cooler when you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> you know learn learn the fun way let god be your teacher oh that's That's beautiful (laughs) let god be your teacher 
I was feeling um, somebody's eyes are being healed right now. Yeah, You'll yeah. even be able to take your glasses off and see really clearly. So take them off Ooh. and start focusing. Like get out your Sweet. your book with the little bitty print. <laughs> you, yeah. you're, you're gonna be able to read that's it. Great. And I feel word. like you've been interceding and haven't seen anything yet. But that's okay. Those things are just funny. Um, they're just funny. It happened. It, they're just funny. Take your glasses off. You'll be able to read. And then um, somebody has a. It's a ringing, it's been a ringing in your left ear, and I feel like you just heard a really loud pop, and something was healed, and that ringing is over. I feel like it was really bugging you. Mm-hmm. It's been really bothering you. It's probably from some sort of damage, like it, it was an external, um, something happened. I feel like something messed your ear up. Wow. But anyway, it's been ringing really loud, and there was a pop, and it's good. So don't worry about that either. Your ear is healed. So, so that's good, good news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I actually was hearing for you guys... Um, uh, over um, at the coffee house, I feel like um, the Lord is like He's shifting the atmosphere and just changing of culture um, of where you are um, in a in a really tangible way. And it's um, the peace that you were talking about earlier um, is not just peace; um, it's actually His presence of healing. And you're going to actually start to see people get healed of um, terminal illnesses in your in, yes, yeah, in your building. It's been uh, a prayer, and, actually. Yeah, and um, and it's actually going to start uh, a shift in a culture because people's minds are going to open up to um, to God's spiritual work in their life. Um, and so I feel like you guys are really going to be part of just shifting a culture in your community. Um, that's actually it's going to domino. Mm, it's going to be a, a really huge <laughs> yes. effect. So um, yeah, so we just declare that's that. And I was actually hearing uh, <clears throat> for people who are listening to terminal illness, terminal cancer, um, just ter- terminal illness that is um, plaguing um, uh, our, our just our pl- honestly our planet. But where we where you f- where you're finding that uh, people you're struggling with that. People, terminal illness is being healed right now. Mm. I, I just know it. Yeah. <laughs> so, awesome. so just uh, receive that. If you're battling anything that's terminal, um, go back to the doctor and have them check. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. <laughs> check, them, check on that diagnosis. So, Yay. Yeah. Yay, Amen. Jesus. He does so good. Mm. Yeah. He really does so good. <laughs> so if any of that minister to you guys, if um, the, the, uh, any of our listeners right now, you can email email us. We would love to hear your story. We would love to hear your testimony and be able to rebroadcast it again. So, simple way to do it, it's bhats at bethelhannon.com. Email us today. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you guys for listening. We absolutely are happy to have you. Remember that we love you. And Jesus loves you too. <laughs> <laughs>